Welcome to You Beauty. This is the podcast for your face. I'm Kelly McCarran and I'm joined by the lovely, the majestic, the wonderful Lee Campbell. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lee Campbell and a massive thanks to the beautiful Amy Clark for sitting in for me last week, but I'm back. I told her, I said, Lee will not let you sit in for any longer than a week. She's going to tell you to scram on out of here. Do not get comfortable, my Amy Clark. Only joking. We love Amy. And obviously, Amy hosts the In Her Bag episodes that happen on Thursdays. And the three of us are the best of friends. Uh, what are we doing this week, Kel? Lovely listeners' questions. We are going to be doing our shop moustache and our spendy savey. So let's get into it. First of all, we have a question from Emily, who did call the pod phone, but I am just going to read it because it was not a great line, So, but it's a great question. Like most people at this time, I've really been getting into skincare. So my question is, does toner actually do anything? I use it morning and night, and I was just wondering, does it actually do anything? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, um, Emily. <laughs> Thank you so much. Emily, that was a really great question. Good old toner often gets a bad rap or people forget about it altogether. I wouldn't say it's like the world's most essential step, but I really enjoy a toner. Also, the word toner now is used for so many different products. So back in the day, our grandmas used to cleanse, tone and moisturise and that was pretty much it. And toners were really quite astringent. They're almost like a second cleanse really and they take off any layers of sort of oil or anything and you'd then moisturise on top. So for that reason, they got a bad rap because they were quite harsh and quite drying. They had a lot of alcohol in them. Lots of toners still do have alcohol in them, but all alcohol is not bad in skincare. And that's a really important thing to note, I think, because people go, oh, alcohol, that's terrible. But it's in a lot of products and it does a lot of good things. It just depends on the type, the sophistication of the formula and your skin type. So I don't generally use a traditional toner. I use a face mist, but oftentimes face mists are called toners. They're just misted on instead of put on, you know, a cotton pad and swiped over. Even the good old SK2 Essence could be considered a toner or the step where your toner goes. Um, The more traditional toners are for combo or acne skin, but you can get toners that are for hydrating. You can get toners for sensitive skins. A lot of toners work at tightening pores, which is really good. And as I get older, uh, the pores on my cheeks are getting bigger, which I do not like. What a lovely side effect of getting age older. (laughs) Honestly, like everything is sagging. It's not nice. And then my pores, like they're clear, but they're just getting open on my cheeks. It's gross. So a couple of my favorite toners, the Kiehl's Calendula Herbal Extract Toner is great. It's alcohol-free, but it is for combo skin, so it's really going to help to balance. Paula's Choice has a really good anti-aging one. It's called the Paula's Choice Advanced Replenishing Toner. So it's got omega fatty acids, it's got antioxidants, it's really soothing. So it's not necessarily um, balancing or stripping like other toners might be that you think of. I mean, even if you look on the Sephora website, they count the Tarte Knockout Tingling Treatment, which we know is a BHA, a chemical exfoliant, but they call that a toner. So, yeah, it's more about the texture, like a watery substance and the step that it is in your routine. That's generally kind of what people put in the toner place, if that makes sense. There's a really beautiful vegan toner. It's called Kapari um, Coconut Rose Toner. It's really good... um, 
for blemishes. It's really kind of calming. It's a spray, so you can spritz it on even in the afternoon if you need a refresh. So Makes it easy when it's a spray. Oh, give me a spray. If I have to put anything on a cotton pad and swipe it on, I'm pretty upset. <laughs> Not you're, really. You're like, but, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, but I, there's that many bloody steps these days that if it's just a spritz, you're more likely to do it, I find. Um, so I guess, Emily, it would depend on the toner you're using. Make sure it's um, for your skin type and then pop your skincare on right afterwards. So when your skin's still damp, then put your serum or your moisturizer or whatever comes next because that'll help absorb it deeper into the skin. So I still think toners definitely have a place. It's just that there were some dodgy ones and there are still some bad ones and they kind of give toners a bad rap. Yeah. Do you use a toner? Well, I don't use one every day, but I do use them. I use the, I forget what it's called, the green Ole Hendrickson one. Oh yeah, beautiful. Ole Hendrickson skincare is stunning. Is that a spray? Isn't it? No, it's not a spray. So I am, maybe that's why I don't use it every day because I have to put it on the little cotton thingy and then swipe it on. But it is a beautiful, beautiful product. And yeah, sometimes I'll use a mist as well, but I'm not consistent enough with some things. Yeah. I've got to say, sometimes I'm not either. It depends on how much time I've got or where I'm going. But if I'm doing the whole shebang, definitely I have that step in there. And I recommend to people that don't have that kind of liquid watery step after cleansing to try it and then see if it makes a difference. Shop moustache. What are we shopping in your stash this week, Lee? Oh, my God. Uh, this was the best shop of my stash ever. So I don't know about you guys, but here in Sydney, it's cold. My skin is dry. It hates my guts. And I probably haven't really been looking after my skin or myself lately, to be honest. So I've rediscovered Clarence Beauty Flash Balm. And (gasps) yeah, how good is it? Oh, what a product. I actually found the tube in my, like it would be seven or eight years old. So don't do as I say because (laughs) it's probably expired. But for those that don't know, Beauty Flash Balm is, it was kind of one of the original primers in a way. It goes on after your skincare before your foundation and it just makes your skin look really plump, really dewy. It kind of, it says it fights the signs of fatigue and it does. It actually makes you look more alive. Or you can use it as a 10 minute mask. You just put on a thicker layer on clean skin and then tissue it off but I've been using it um, on top of my skincare to make me not look so dead and tired and it's just the most beautiful product it's really multi-use I've even used it on my fingernails and stuff before I had a good old google of the price and you can get it for about 48 bucks at chemist warehouse or it's usually roughly 65 dollars at the other places but it's just the most beautiful I didn't even know that chemist warehouse sold Clarence that's awesome what's your shop my stash My shop moustache is uh, Amy Clark has recommended this product before and I definitely did shop my stash because I had it. I've had it for a while but never used it. It's the Damn Gina Silk Hair Turban. (gasps) Oh, my God. Can you... (laughs) Can you tell everyone I saw your Instagram how you had it on? Oh, my God. I had it on Inside Out and (laughs) the lovely brand owner, because I was like, look at me using my little hair turban. The lovely brand owner had to be like, oh, Cal, you've got it on incorrect. (laughs) That made me laugh so much. So tell me what it does. I was just like, of course I do. Of course I do. (laughs) Of course you do. So it's kind of like a silk pillowcase, except it's a bonnet. So it's protecting your hair even more, right? Yeah, because I'd curled my hair and I was like, God, I wonder how those people, Some, you know, some people, they curl their hair and then it's like, that's their hair for a few days. Yes. And I thought maybe that's where this silk bonnet comes in because it protects it and it's basically not going to get all smooshed up. And I'm absolutely in love with it. So I'm really happy that I have shopped my stash and now starting to use it because it does work. And it also doesn't come off because I'm such a rough sleeper. I thought, oh, I wonder if it'll 
come off while I'm sleeping, but it did not. Does it feel like you're sleeping in a shower cap? No, it's really soft, especially once I've oh, okay. worn the try correct one. way. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. Thank you. I loved that. Okay, I'm going to try that because I wake up looking like I've been to a rave. Um, my hair is just feral, <laughs> so I need to try that. Okay, so our next question is from Rosie, who has called the pod phone. Hi, it's Rosie here calling from rural South Australia. I, for a while, have been using a brush I'd bought at a salon, and the majority of the time it's causing my hair to become static or frizzy once I brush it. So my question is, is there a better brush to avoid this from happening? And then my next question is, what are the main differences between the hairbrushes? Any help, I would really appreciate it. Thanks, you beauty. Great question, Rosie. I love this. I'm super passionate about hairbrushes, believe it or not. Um, a good hairbrush makes all the difference. It really, really does. Not necessarily good equals expensive, but I am about to recommend an extremely expensive hairbrush. I have and love the Mason Pearson hairbrush. I have two of them. I only have the pocket size because they're extremely expensive. They kind of start around 150 bucks and go up from there. So let me talk a little bit about bristles because Mason and Pearson aren't the only ones out there. But you'll generally have either plastic, so essentially nylon bristles, they're synthetic, or boar bristles. And boar, if you don't know, is uh, like a male pig. I think it's a male pig, right? So they're not they're not vegan, obviously. So you'll have um, the brush that I have from Mason Pearson is a combination of nylon and boar bristles. They also do completely nylon if you, that's the way you want to go or if you're vegan. They also have completely boar bristles. So boar bristle essentially is the hair off, off the pig. Their bristles are very, very firm. So they're like little black bristles. Um, it really helps to distribute your natural oils through your hair. It doesn't tear the hair so you're not going to get um, breakage as much as with plastic. And if you brush it through the scalp, it stimulates um, blood flow and helps kind of bring blood to the follicles. So it's a really good thing to do. I love brushing my hair. I find it very cathartic. Having said that, you can get sort of vegan versions that do mimic boar bristle. So if you're looking at a synthetic version, there are even versions within those sort of bristles. So there'll be very fine ones with no head or you might find a thicker bristle itself that's very clearly plastic with a little head on it. I would just be careful with those thicker ones trying to get knots out because that's where you can get a lot of breakage. So just be really gentle. And as we know, uh, we don't brush our knots out when our hair is wet because it's going to snap. But I do think you get what you pay for. I've had my Mason Pearson for over 10 years and it looks brand new. It feels brand new. So it's an investment, definitely. It's an expensive purchase, but it's it's one of those things that you have forever. Oftentimes in the olden days, um, mums would pass them down to their daughters. So they really are kind of one of those forever purchases. You can even go to the Mason Pearson website and they've got a little quiz. Um, you look up your hair type and it tells you which brushes for you. But they're kind of the difference. You've kind of got synthetic and natural, a bit like with makeup brushes, I guess. Spendy savey, spendy savey. Give me a spendy. What's your spendy? Now, you've actually inspired me to change my savey for the week, funnily enough. Ooh, to a hairbrush? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get straight into it. What's your savey? The Tangle Teaser. Oh, yeah. We love a good old Tangle Teaser. And obviously that's synthetic. That's plastic. Yeah. It's really good. You've literally just reminded me because I'm not using it at the moment, but it is such a good brush. It's about $20 to $30, like depending on which one you get because they've got a couple of different types. And it does like it makes it a lot easier to brush your hair, like to brush any knots out. I'm not sure if it's good for your hair. 
I mean, I think it's fine. I think it's – I enjoy the fact that it doesn't sort of have a handle so you're really kind of – you're holding the brush. Some of them do now. Oh. I think they're the more expensive ones. Yeah, but you just sort of hold it and it just feels beautiful and it really massages your scalp as well. So – I've changed my savey. I'd forgotten about them, so thank you for reminding me. Yeah. What's your savey this week? So my savey comes with a little bit of a story. I ran out of my favourite eyebrow pencil, which is from Benefit, and I jumped online to buy it, but it was $46. And it really depends on what week I'm in, (laughs) if I'm poor or rich, if my husband's been paid or not. (laughs) Um, And I had not much money that week. So I went up to the chemist and I looked for a cheaper option and I tried the L'Oreal Brow Artist, Lisk. Guinea brow pencil. Normally 20 bucks down to $9 because it was one of those excellent sales that are always on. And what I really like about it, it's super similar to the Benefit, which is excellent, but it's a really, really fine tip. So it's only got what they call a skinny tip, 1.5 millimeters. And I use it to kind of mimic brush strokes. It's got a spoolie at the other end, so you can brush your brows up, then do the brush strokes with the color. And then I use the spoolie again to sort of just a little bit blend because I don't want to block color. I want it to look like hair strokes. They say it's water resistant and smudge proof. I rub my face a lot and my eyebrows are generally still there at the end of the day. So I was just super impressed that it was normally 20 bucks and then I got it for nine. I was really pumped. So when it goes on sale again, I'm going to stock up on them. It was really good. I think there's six shades and I was the fifth shade, so closest to the darkest. Gosh, I didn't realise the eyebrows were that dark. Oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense. You've got dark hair as well. They're super dark and really patchy when I don't fill them in. So if I'm doing nothing, I still got to fill them in. Yeah, it's not pretty. What's your spendy for the week? So my spendy is the Mr. Rose face oil. And I know, I know, Kelly, you're uh, recommending another oil. Get, uh, But I'm just an oily bitch. I love them. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't love an oil? Oh, this one is beautiful. I've been – the amount that I've gone through in a short period of time is kind of disgusting because you really don't need much oil. You need like a few drops. But I've just been slathering it on and massaging it in. It is beautiful. I've never the, even heard of it. The fragrance is so – like, because I don't really love a strong fragrance. I wouldn't say it's strong, but it's definitely like rosy smelling. How much are we talking? It sounds lush and it sounds expensive. Oh, no, no. But it's just, a you know, my spendy compared to the savvy. But, um, yeah, it's primary ingredient is it, even though it smells like rose and it does have some rose oil in it, it is uh, yohoba oil. So it's really good. It's actually like an oil designed for oilier bacteria like it's a very antibacterial and it's very good for like acne prone skin which I obviously froth on the smell alone is worth it I think okay I need to try it yeah you'll love this one what's your spendy my spendy is a foundation believe it or not it is the Givenchy Taint Couture City Balm so it's a really hydrating really light um, coverage not really light but light to medium coverage foundation it's 76 bucks you can get it at Sephora and some other places um, and look of course I love my It Cosmetics CC but I'm just trying a few different things at the moment and I really liked this because it's really good for dry skin my skin is really um, I'd call it dehydrated at the moment probably from having heating on and stuff like that 
It says it provides 24-hour hydration. So you do feel quite plump and juicy when you wear it. It's got hyaluronic acid and other stuff like that. It's just a really nice, very simple, I would almost say it feels like a tinted or a BBCC. It's not. It's definitely not a full coverage foundation, but it's in the foundation category. And it's just really lovely. So I've been wearing that um, the last couple of weeks and it's super, super nice. And yeah, 76 bucks. Obviously, that's not super cheap, but a little goes a long way and it's lovely. And I like that it's called a balm. That just feels nourishing. Yeah, that sounds just beautiful. Yeah, it is. And it's Givenchy. So then you're like, oh, I'm so fancy. Oh, I love the word Givenchy. Givenchy. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much. We'll be back next week. I guess that's it for the day. I'm, I'm trying to like think of more things, but I'm like, no, no, we're actually done, which is always a bit sad. But it is a bit sad, but we do have a date we're returning to the studio. So Kelly and I will be back in the studio in a few short weeks. Not that it'll make too much of a difference. We'll just get to give each other a big squeeze. But we'll see you next week in the meantime. Bye. Bye. Bye.